Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. Luckily, nobody knows what has just come before this intro. <laughs> Lucy's had a cable dangling out. <laughs> I didn't have my pants on. An in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Febreze of Felpersham. Oh, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap. Email. <laughs> a letter has flooded in, Harriet. <laughs> Surely there'll be one in the post from Laurie. Yes. Backdated. Yes. He's sent it by um, <laughs> by a handsome cab, I think. <laughs> have, you got, have you got any telegrams? Uh, no. We Stop. might do by the end of the recording. Yeah. Let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. This week in Ambridge was sponsored by people trying to poison each other. Also, <laughs> parts of this week's monologue might not make sense, as despite listening to Test Match Special as oral wallpaper, I don't really understand cricket, and there was a lot of it this week, and it was all a bit technical and about Ray Illingworth. <laughs> We began with Tony feeling a tingle. He put his cricket box on upside down, but to be fair, it's the only tingle he's had for a while. Tracy's decided she's too much of a loser even to captain a bunch of disenchanted octogenarians who mostly can't remember what they came out for. But Pat came to see her and that drove her out of the house. Leonard scored the winning run and according to Jill, he could apparently remember W.G. Grace who died in 1915. So the fact that he's able to get to the pitch at all is an achievement. He bought his lucky bat and she sat and watched and thought about ways to poison her family. Fallon has invented two new quiches called Charlene and Twinge. Ooh, that'll bring them running. Jill was pestering her for the secret ingredients, but she kept stum. I know what they are. Buckfast in one and head and shoulders in the other. Fallon behaved as if she was the last of the Borgers, but Jill was airily unconcerned about the possibility that she'd just knocked out the last of the Archers dynasty. Happily, Charlene and Twinge turned out to be fine, and the whole thing was a sorry excuse to make the Queen a quiche or something. Stella and Jim were having a lovely time in the shop pretending to be rashers of bacon. Stella then broke the news to Jimus that yes, wheelbarrows of poo would be trundling through the village and he became splendidly and irrationally furious about it. To cheer himself up, he bought Alistair a sandwich with lime in it. What sort of horrifying witchcraft is that? <laughs> Lee came back so that Pat and Tony could have a massive Barney in front of him. Pat accused Tony of not being alert and Tony said that actually he was a massive lurt and in revenge, Pat told him he was a slow French waiter. Tony lost his shit and crippled Lee with railing with cricket bat. As Lee was stretched off the field, Tony described it as a bit of a niggle, seemingly without realising that a karate instructor is a bit stuffed if he can't stand up, let alone kick anything. But then that's Tony, always with the empathy. In a strange juxtaposition of pronunciation styles, Lily talked to Jazza about kitchens. He hadn't even sold one kitchen. Not to empty. 
Lily asked Auntie Shula what to do and she rang Alistair to tell him she was flicking and he said, not now, Shula, I'm knackered. Can you just not get on by yourself? So Alistair arranged for Fern Britton to come round and she told them their kitchen was underperforming and for reasons I couldn't entirely fathom, had to listen to Alistair pretending he was still married to Shula. Fallon has learned a valuable lesson. Never work with children. Well, that's it, really. Just don't. Just never, ever, ever involve any children in any competitive event of any kind whatsoever, ever. Because it's not the children who are in competition. It is the parents. Parents are idiots about their children. It is entirely normal, but it is never something you should get involved with. Poor Fallon had one bright idea and immediately offended Jill, Lee and Ed all at once, which was quite the achievement. Ed went completely bonkers and used a children's pudding competition as an excuse for a strange garbled Watt Tyler-esque rant about people having advantages. I'm not sure Henry counts as a child who's had advantages. His daddy's a test tube. He saw mummy stab someone with some custard and he spent a sizable chunk of his childhood with Pat and Tony. The only thing Kira's had to put up with is never knowing whether she's talking to her daddy or her uncle. The only reason Fallon that this sort of thing has not ended in bloodshed before in Ambridge is because no children were involved. That's why they don't let the parents in the tent on the children's MasterChef competition on the telly. If they did, they'd be parents elbowing small children in the face and gobbing in their creme pat. Leave it to the OAPs, Fallon, for the love of God, the end. Oh, I can't believe you made this week funnier than it actually was. <laughs> this week was completely mad! It was, was my best week for, like, three and a half years. <laughs> I just, I, I felt so old because I just guffawed probably in every single episode. I had to stop writing all the lines down that I just found impossibly funny. I loved Chelsea going about, because you don't want the men to look at you. Well, yeah. <laughs> And it was li- um, Lily and Jazza. You haven't sold any kitchens. And then he was like, yeah, go, really, really. And she was like, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was just so funny, wasn't it? She's really, she's a really good comic actress, she I is. think. Because her timing was impeccable, yeah. wasn't it? And I loved Jazza's, like, you know, ignorance. Yeah. And she was no okay so no but like trying to be nice but actually... and then she confessed to shula that no if he doesn't sell any <laughs> yeah, tongues, a... i don't yeah. get my bonus so... or whatever i don't get my i don't get my <laughs> recruitment thing the, the, the twists and turns and the little laughs just <laughs> coming lucy so the, i was like this is a good week and then it was kitchen at the actual kitchen episode yes and i was just like you know almost crying with laughter i mean embarrassingly i mean it wasn't that funny was it but and then tonight which was um oh, i've already completely forgotten freddie and chelsea and everyone at oh lower locksley god chelsea yeah freddie lily freddie and lily coming to terms with you know to understanding <laughs> chelsea was so funny wasn't it i um really okay, love so you that is a bit but chelsea that means you are objectifying yourself <laughs> you are yeah not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want, I want them longer i want no because i want buttons down them so you can it gets undo hot. the buttons <laughs> <laughs> i was just so funny freddie it's the orange it's not the bahamas yeah but even 
silly, even silly little lines like that. It just like the com, it just the dynamic of the yeah. the energy of the conversation. Those t- Lily and Freddie have found a groove Very now good. that Very they good. absolutely were. And my favourite bit of all of it was <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Was, was, was Freddie saying I'm going to work on my DJing, and she went, "Oh, lovely." <laughs> Because like me, you've got a sister. Yeah. And yeah. in that situation, yeah. I'm Lily. Yeah. Because the amount of times my sister goes, oh my gosh, stop patronising me. Because I'll just go, oh my God, that's such good news. Well, well done, done, you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, itchy, you know, you just want yeah. to slap your older yeah. sister, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, that was just so brilliant. <laughs> And she's really funny. And her and Freddie together are such a... They've got great yeah, chemistry. They really have. Because it was really believable yeah. suddenly, wasn't it? Much better than Pat and Tony. Well, do you know what? <sighs> I didn't mind them. I actually... I, I loved the cricket scene, Lucy. I agree. I didn't understand all the terms, but I don't think we needed to. I liked was... uh, Tony getting, <laughs> getting completely carried away, waving that bat around. But and then, and then the, the sort of the wounded cry as Lee crashed to earth like yes, a fell it was All done really well. Even yeah. the wounded cry yeah. was like it was so dramatic that it. I don't know. There was something about this week. It was completely on fire. I thought. Yeah. And, you know, everyone nailed their scene. I don't know. Nothing was. Everything was committed to a hundred percent, wasn't it? Yeah. And also, it was the pace of it. It was lovely and quick. Yes. Yes, it was brilliant. Mm. And even like Tony uh, Tony with Lee after he'd injured him and, and you know, being really, <laughs> uh, really tactless. And, well, you know, Leonard's going to be... I can't remember the funny... You know, there was a funny thing, wasn't yeah. there, about... And Lee was like, yeah, well, cheers, mate. You yeah. Know. Says, well, uh, yeah. You, it's a good job he didn't dent his bat or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks Tony for the concern. Didn't, didn't, yeah, he just went, but thanks Tony, for that, Tony. <laughs> Made for those scenes, yeah. isn't he? That is, that yeah. is per- he delivered all that so beautifully. And actually, I thought the the um, I you know, I'd much prefer hearing Tony and Pat arguing like that mm. and, and sniping. But when they're being all doing, <laughs> talking about puddings, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was great. So you are not it. supposed to run out your team member, especially when you are married to them. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that she just gave him yeah. the finger. You were too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was it was a brilliant week. It was, wasn't it? It was a triumph. I did feel genuinely sorry for Fallon because you have a nice oh idea God. and you think, yep. well, that would be nice. Get the kiddies involved. And within a second and a half, you've got your head in your hand. Two people are shouting at you and a small child is crying. It's just awful. We have all oh. been there. We've yep. all been there. Yep. It's a bloody nightmare. Yep. And it, you're totally right. It's a parents yeah yes make it a nightmare yeah kids couldn't kids couldn't give a toss no. whether they're involved or not henry probably doesn't even want to be in that thing oh. and he probably didn't know anything about it until somebody went bossy booting up to him to tell but him i actually really loved lee's competitive parent side yeah out. i thought that was really it was much better than if they'd put helen in that situation yes yeah actually she probably wouldn't have when he said oh no he was picked he was like he was like headhunted to be to be the chief judge because he's (laughs) semi-professional at the age of 11 or whatever it is and then ed's back but of course you're the thing is even if you're not a competitive parent and obviously i'm not losing obviously heaven for friend harriet if someone says to you as a parent 
oh my god, I'm just so happy because like um, a little Daisy's been picked to play in the in yeah. the music concert, and you're like, oh right. Oh my god, that's amazing! Well done, her. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my god, why didn't anyone ask my child? But obviously yeah. she wasn't. No, no, no. The first thing you do is tell your own child, or so you go, darling, darling, <laughs> just give me a minute. Did you know about so and so? Did Miss Goddard ask you? Did she ask you? Were you off? Why didn't you? Did you know? Is there a letter somewhere that I haven't uh, seen? It's just that you've got a distinction yeah. in your Miss Goddard, can I just have exactly. a little word, please? Just, oh, sorry, sorry. It's just, you know, she's a little bit upset because apparently some other children have been picked to be in a thing and, you know, she is very good and, you know. Oh uh, and God. in the meantime, your child's standing oh on the edge God. going, I don't want to do it. I do you have to practice at lunchtime mom don't say anything oh god this is this is how um just completely messed up people my friend was at work and um the nursery phoned her and uh and my friend was like oh my god and they were like no god no don't worry nothing ever nothing important no nothing serious they always say that don't worry don't worry and so they were phoning at her work and they were like just wanted to let you know that um Little Oliver hasn't been invited to Pixie's birthday party and the mummy is rather upset because, you know, little Oliver is one of Pixie's best friends. And the nursery phoned her to say, you haven't invited another no. kid to your kid's birthday party. And the mother has complained to the nursery. And oh. it, that's outrageous, isn't it? You cannot do that. But this is how messed up people are. It's like, instead of just going, yeah. oh, I, never mind, I, you know, I'm sure yeah. you'll... They're like, they're only three years old. They don't care. No. It's like, come on, guys. That's not weird. That's weird, isn't it? It's very weird. And it's also the parent totally projecting their own. Yes. I I always wanted to be invited to everyone's yes. party and I wasn't. So I, my yeah. child has now got to. And of course, we all remember not being invited yeah. to that party. But not when you're three. No. You know, when you're 11 yeah. or 15 or yeah. 17. It's awful, yeah. isn't it? But it's also something I it think... It is it's... awful. And you also think, well, it didn't kill me. And I went out and did something else instead yeah. and whatever, yeah. you know. So I'm not going to invite her to her yeah. little kid to my birthday party. <laughs> yeah. I remember my friend. I always remember she, uh, I wasn't invited to Amy Padfield's birthday party. And she went... I never um, liked that Amy Padfield. <laughs> she went... She's a really nice girl. She went, um, it's because my mum doesn't know your mum very well. And I was like... <laughs> It's like just like a stab in the heart, isn't it? Because I knew that was just an excuse that her mum had given her. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. knew it wasn't genuine. Yeah. It's because you didn't want to invite me, but your mum's given you an excuse. Fine. <laughs> but anyway, it was fine. But I mum, how long would you say that you knew Amy Padfield's mum on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> Who, darling? <laughs> that would have been my mum. <laughs> what? That woman with the hair? No, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, but, but I thought we would. I literally thought that we would spend this whole podcast talking about the kitchen scene. But instead, what's happened is they've just given us so Something much else. great content that we can, um, you know, dissect any bit of this week and it was all good. It, it was just, I thought this week was imaginative. Yes. Like even Tracy's Chelsea getting Tracy's job, you know, stuff like yeah. that. It was yeah. just all clever. And yeah. every storyline. Which you know I like Lucy interwove with each other. Yes. The only um, weak point was the quiche weirdness. That was really weird. You just reminded me of something, you know. Oh yeah. Actually, it's not Amy Padfield. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember 
when it was uh, William's last uh, summer at primary and I was walking across the playground and there was a parent, an extremely, what shall I, how shall I describe it? Um, over-engaged parent, oh. Oh. you know, the professional parent. In- the, yeah. the professional parent, you know, right, they've, okay. they've, they don't do anything else apart from parent yeah. very loudly and ostentatiously. And she was walking across the playground, inching across the playground, holding, and I under a cake stand, I'm not kidding, St. Paul's Cathedral made out of matchsticks. <laughs> and this was apparently supposed to have been created by a seven-year-old. <laughs> The seven-year-old is hopping alongside her mother and her mother's saying, if you jog me, I will kill you. Do you have any idea how long this took? And I'm thinking, now you're actually making her feel bad that you felt the need to step in and do her homework for her so that she got congratulated and you got some sort of vicarious pleasure out of it. And I thought, I cannot wait to not be involved with primary schools anymore oh my god the thing is i laugh i laugh i'm basically that mom (laughs) (laughs) because when i was at primary school lucy Mm -hmm. um i used to always when like when we had to design the christmas concert program i used to like when every year my pictures would always go on the front cover (laughs) and when so when a similar thing comes around for my kids i can't bear for them to do it themselves because they don't do a good enough job So I have to come and supervise, make sure they have, fill out the whoa, 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 whoa. What does this have to? I have to come and supervise. You see, I want them to hand in their best work. Your but... best work. Because <laughs> kids, they don't know that they're supposed to... F- if, you, if you don't fill the whole space, you are not going to win that bloody prize. You are not going to be on the front cover of the Christmas concert or the school fair poster or whatever. If you don't fill in the whole space, if you don't lose... If you don't use bold primary colours and a good black outline, you, you, your picture is not going to stand out. Okay. <laughs> so, You're actually getting quite worked up about this now, aren't you? Because kids are so stupid, they don't understand. <laughs> they don't draw to win. They just draw what they think they is They just draw nice to enjoy good. it. What sort of loser mentality is that? <laughs> For God's sake. I'm like, think of, literally think of the bigger picture, children. And they, and they don't, they just, you know, and then they don't, they do rush it. They rush it because they want to go and watch telly. Yes, because that's more interesting <laughs> than colouring in a picture of some bells. Anyway, it literally is making me sweat. I can't talk about okay. it. <laughs> well, I think we've all learned a little bit about Harriet there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I did, I really sympathised with Fallon, but I also sympathised with Ed, actually, <laughs> and Lee. <laughs> but if I was Fallon... What she should have done, just gone, it's fine, just fine, they can be a judge. Okay, fine, what we'll do is we're going to make all the children in the village judges. And nobody will win at all. It will be a totally pointless competition (laughs) in which nobody wins. And I and Jill will be the head judge. Because that's what she wanted, wasn't it? Can I tell an Archer's Gossipy cast story? Wow, yes. Is it from your friend? Hmm. Yeah, what's the goss? Apparently... <clears throat> oh dear, I'm going to have to. Oh, we're going gonna... to have to. No, no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. You're not going to be mean. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. There is a uh, a cast member in a character in the Archers who always wins cookery competitions. Oh. And one year there was a storyline 
in which this character did not win the cake competition and had to have sort of, uh, not counselling, but actually went to the producers and said, are you sure this is, are you sure this is a wise move for her not to win? Because she always wins. <laughs> and she was genuinely hurt on behalf of her character that her character you hadn't won. Yeah. No. Yeah. bit weird isn't that sort of associating too closely isn't that a bit like john Suchet and poirot he's always poirot isn't he when he when he was filming poirot he was always poirot but i think well i think it's when you get protective over your character yeah and you actually don't because i tweeted the other day yeah i tweeted something about tracy horribin the other day and i called her a a lovely thing it was somebody had complimented her and i forwarded it to uh, Susie Riddell, the actress who plays Tracy brilliantly, and said, we all love Tracy, da 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 And she said, actually, Tracy's got an E in it, T-R-A-C-E-Y. And she said, I can't, I can't bear it if people spell her name wrong. <laughs> she got really kind of... <laughs> wow. That's really interesting. So I think you do get yeah, kind of I guess... fr- protective you know... over your character because you want them to flourish as well because then they're interesting. If and I they're going to be in it for a long time and, you know. But but also, I think it's probably a bit weird if you're a, an Archer's actor because you own the character, you are the character, but everybody who listens to you feels like they own the character. Yeah. You know, so... Especially because they all look at you in their head. Everyone is looking at you in their head and seeing a different person. Exactly. That's mm. the thing. It's much more so than, if you, than a character on EastEnders or mm. something because you're sort of seeing them, you know, with a... With well, a, it's much almost, more, radio is much more of a collaborative effort, isn't it? Yeah. Because well, you have to go more, halfway to meet the, the and interpretation. And it's much more real, exactly. As you mm. said, you've made that character mm. in your head, so it's your character. So it's like, I think, so I, I think I'd be, had been a bit gutted if I'd tweeted, you know, Linda, L-I-N-D-A yeah. is this, I love her, blah, blah, blah. And then Carol Boyd. Smiley. <laughs> Carol S- Snell. Boyd, Carol Boyd. Carol Boyd, Carol Boyd, that's it, had tweeted back and said, actually, well, actually it would have been in character for yeah. to do that, wouldn't it? That's the funny thing. I think you'll find. But I think <laughs> as, you know, as the listener, you're a bit like, well, do you know what? I don't give a toss. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, she spells it L-I-N-D-A. I don't think I've ever heard her spell her name in the show. So, uh, yeah, it all gets a bit weird, doesn't yeah. it? Because... You it's know. you meet in that half, and especially it gets very sort of meta when you're tweeting the actors. Yes, yes. And they well, are responding on behalf of, defensively yeah. on behalf of their characters because you think, oh, now we're in a sort of no man's land where yeah. no, we're on a, yeah, we're on a strange sort of neutral hinterland where nobody actually owns what's happening here. Exactly. And and especially like on the Twitter, in you know, in the hashtag, tw- mm. the Archers community, because, yeah, it once, yeah, once the act, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? If the actual actors are, yeah, sort of commenting along. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah all very weird and meta. You're right. Hey, maybe that's our next podcast. <laughs> it's like the Archers in the metaverse. <laughs> no, because I was, I saw Toby Lawrence at work the other day and I said, um, because he's he doesn't really go on social media much, but except for his filming business yeah. on Instagram. And I said, "Plucky films." T- Toby Lawrence uh, plays uh, um, Freddie. Freddie, by the way. 
and I said you should get more involved in Twitter and you know yeah. um I said as a way of sort of like promoting your film company why don't you sort of get more active on Twitter as Toby as um yeah as Freddie well aka Toby because there's such a wide audience there just you know at, at your disposal so to speak and but he's thought that yeah he couldn't really get his head around it <laughs> no because the thing is it's great for us isn't it it's so nice when yeah. the actors are, are well are, i always are, remember are when communicative when um the uh, david and jill threw um uh the fair brethren off their land out of out of um off, out of um, soy whatever not soyers whatever it is where where they were had the chickens and um, the actor whose name escapes me, who plays Ben Archer, oh yeah, tweeted, uh, yeah, tweeted at the time. Bloody hell, my family are like right lot of ships, aren't they? Yeah, really <laughs> and it was funny. just really funny because he he's very kind of um, uh, left wing and very sort of uh, kind of community minded, and it was totally against what he as an actor thinks. Yeah. But in the in character, it wouldn't. It also, would, yeah, yeah. And when also when then when and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like a treat for us every time they yeah. appear. The actor is sort of like exactly every time the actor pretends to be the character. It's like a little bit of gold, for yeah. us, isn't it? Yeah, very interesting, actually, Lucy. How do we get onto this? I have no idea. Uh, Tracy nicking Chelsea nicking Tracy's job. Was that it? Something like that. Something like that. Um, we still haven't bloody talked about the kitchen scene. Well, I suppose there's not much to say, except it was just so funny. Kitchen. Kitchen. Well, no, that was the... Yeah, oh, the, you the mean the, the, the actual, in Alice, Alistair's kitchen. That will go down with in fern. history, surely. With Fern. I mean, great, also great casting. Yeah. I just thought that scene, great writing, great casting, great timing, great performances. It was... I mean, it, obviously, it was like a, a little bit. I mean, I don't think it would win a BAFTA, would it? Because it was a bit over the top. And it was also it was just... quite 1980s. Oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. realise there was a little lady on the scene. I mean, but... who in their right mind as a woman would say that? Let alone, well, anyone really. But, but that funny was great because it came from that mm. dreadful sales rep. Yeah. But it was so funny, I thought. It was just, it was like, it was like, um, yeah, it was really beautifully played. Yeah. Did you have and, a nice time? And Jimus frantically treading water, trying to keep everybody else afloat, <laughs> saying, did you have a nice time in oh Chichester, Shula? And she went, in, no, yes. She went, she went Chichester. And <laughs> Alistair went, it, it, it's got a cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, wasn't it? I love it when they just give us a, a beautiful episode like that yeah that, uh, you know everyone's stumbling around in the dark but, and then find it the reason it worked so well was Shula coming in yeah and somebody really clever on Twitter tweeted oh I wish I could remember who it was and what he said but he was like I think it was Ruth you know Ian Ruth Arian oh yeah he was like the 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 it was perfection because it was like Shula acting Shula acting Shula yeah you know? like something yeah. like that something clever like that yeah. right but it was right, wasn't it? It was like Shula, but acting Shula. But it was like Shula times, five, yes. you know, 5,000. Shula at her Shuliest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you'll find you're a brick. No, no, well, not a brick, a rock. What was it? A, a, pe- a plank. A pl- yeah. No, he said he had all the, all the empathy of a brick or something, of a half brick. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and every time. And as for you, 
you, Jim. Uh, what? <laughs> it's just really clever. It really brings those characters to life. Yeah. You sort of forget, you know, like that's the thing when they've, you know, Alistair can be such a dullard, can't yeah. he? And then, and then he does a scene like that. And it's just great. And they're, and they're you know, I don't know. Well, everybody, really... everybody had immediately shipped uh, Stella and Alistair, by the way. Stella Stair. Stella Stair? Stella Stair. Stella Stair. lift. Um, yeah, which is a bit disappointing, isn't it? Well, I had hoped for better things for her. Yeah, we had hoped for more interest. Although, do you know, but that's the thing. That kitchen scene has put Alistair back in sort of like, I don't know, I quite... I quite yeah. I, I, I would have so fancied him. Because he, he was quick and he was funny and he was helpful. He was and he funny, was funny, yeah. yeah. And then he was, you know, sympathetic about the dog. Yeah. And, you know, I did. And I, yeah. I, I, I could... Stella does I, know, though, doesn't she, that you can't train a greyhound to be a sheepdog. Please somebody tell me she's not going to get a greyhound and... No. No, she just wants a little company, doesn't oh, she? Oh, I see. She's do- she just wants a bungalow dog. <laughs> she doesn't... She's not going out there like... A bungalow um, dog. Okay, she's not like that... Farmer Brown. That flipping Yorkshire woman who keeps Pat. having children all the time. Oh, not the her. Yorkshire Shepherdess. <laughs> <laughs> in her Primark miniskirt striding around the nails. Um Yes. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So she is going... Because get... there was some stuff about uh, Will Grundy fancying her. So now if she goes out yeah. with Alistair, then Will Grundy will presumably Alistair. blow his head off with a shotgun. Yeah, well, him and Ed can just get their heads together and talk about being uh, ousted out of yes. society again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Also, it was like with the Tracy, because, you know, like, sometime, you know, like, Tracy Horobin showed a bit of Tracy Horobin again this week when she was, um, when she went to Freddie. I was so glad it happened, because I was about to say for her, hang on a minute, you own us, when she was like, and how are you, Freddie? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I've got the DJ. (laughs) And I shouted, you've got stately home. And luckily she then got the hump as well. And then a bit of her old horror bin, you know, sort of like firing off before, you know, just, and I was really relieved because when she's all mumsy and, well, darling, I don't want you to go out to work. And you're sort of like, but Chelsea's like 17 or something. Everyone, I mean, I don't know anyone who hasn't got a job mm. at 17. Mm. Isn't it weird not to have yeah. a job? Yeah. So I, I was a, a sort of a bit like, surely, like, you know, if you've got 17, most of them, even if they're just babysitting or making a bit of money on Every they? time, every time Freddie talks about concentrating on my DJing, it just reminds me of <laughs> Ross on Friends like going, it. I'm just going to concentrate on my music. That's <laughs> I really liked Trent giving him managerial advice as well. I really hope Trent stays in it as a as a sort of subsidiary character that we never hear from. I don't know. I I really like. I'm really high on how good it was this yeah. week. Apart for from you. the only the okay. only big yes. for me was yeah. um, Fallon having a shit fit about if they just said. What it was. Oh, no, what they that should was the have done that was, me mad. That's, it should have been like, you know, Harrison's um, chemsex stuff. <laughs> it should have been. What are those drugs called? can't remember. Haven't had one for a while. Um, should have been that, shouldn't it? It should like have been. Like GBH or something. Or it, sh- or it should have been a bit of weed or something. You know, it should have been. Mm. Shouldn't it? So, or a little hint that it might. Because it was annoying when... 
But we've already had that, though. It's not serious, is it? And Mm. she was like, no, no. We've already had that because Kate put loads of weed in a stew. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But it just, I I thought that, that, I wonder if actually that was a storyline that had to be quickly, um, what's the word, sanitised for BBC Radio or something. I don't know. It felt like it could have gone to a really good place. I think it was just a really clumsy way of, rather rather than Fallon just going, I've had a really good idea, why don't we get, you know. Yeah. Creative mistakes and all that. And... Also, like, it, again, it goes back to the parents helping the kids, doesn't it? It's like yeah. everyone's going to say, oh, I accidentally yeah. put a secret. Agree, you'll never guess but what it's it that, is. But it's that secrecy for secrecy's sake. That's what I can't. I, it drives me absolutely nuts. Why can't they just, she said, oh, I thought it was uh, cardamom pods and I, it was it was capers instead. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, that was all yeah. it was. But, you know, to yeah. go with this, this secret things in yeah, a yeah, secret a, jar. Yeah, She's not yeah. 10. She's a flipping chef. Yeah. I can't tell you because it's my reputation. Yeah. And you're like, uh, just, yeah, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring and silly. Boring. But don't worry, Fallon, you'll have a good bit with kids coming up. But I, I hope they play that scene of the judges. <laughs> I, quite, I was quite impressed with, with Fallon sticking to her gun. I mean... I was impressed because it's all going to go horribly wrong. But I was impressed with her with her sticking with it and saying, no, nope, I'm not changing my mind. He's not going to do it. He's da, 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 da. And Yeah, I know. I would have just been like, yeah, of course yeah. you can. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't course. invite him immediately. Kira. Kira. Oh, yeah. Henry. Of course. Oh, literally, the more, the merrier. I did that with kids because I had to audition them for a thing. And then the thing is, if you if somebody finds out that their kid is auditioning for something, then it's like, oh, so my kid actually, do you know? Do you need anyone else? And and you can't say, no, they can't come and audition for this part that yeah. nobody's going to get anyway because it's never going to happen. So I spent, I mean, a whole lit. And when I said whole day, I mean a whole day auditioning like 25 kids and you know so they had to do the audition then I had to edit it and then at the end I had to like mark them all up and then send them it was a nightmare Mm. and no one got the bloody job so it was just a waste of time but anyway (laughs) but they all had a great great time it was fun we had a lot lot of fun that day Lucy Anyway, if anyone wants any kids doing voiceovers, I've got like a whole 25 of them now. If anyone needs any children doing voiceovers, they're all really good. They are all really good. That's the thing. Everyone who came, even the ones I thought were going to be shit, was so good. Because kids are so good. They sound so cute. Mm. An eight-year-old sounds like they're five when they're on a mic. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, um, yes. Emails now? Yeah. Now, this is from Claire Marsh. Uh, Claire. And she sent us a photo of her and her friend Pat in the garden. And Which she Pat? says, she's just her friend Pat. Oh, right. Not she Pat. said, oh, Pat. Hi, Lucy and Harriet. I am at my husband's birthday party. And instead of paying him any attention, I'm sitting with my friend Pat trying to work out who Febreze's accent might be offensive to. Everybody! (laughs) Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalised plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Claire and Pat, everybody. It doesn't seem to be lampooning any particular nationality, although Pat thinks he sounds like the end of a perfume advert. We haven't seen each other for a while and we are spending all our time talking about Ambridge on the couch, hardly even touching on the actual archers. Loving your show, Claire and Pat. That is a lovely picture, Claire and Pat, and I am going to tweet it. Happy birthday to your husband, who's being sadly ignored, or maybe he's actually quite where's, happy. Uh, where's Claire? Has anyone seen Claire? Pat Powers here a minute is, ago. Did Claire actually come to my party? Because Happy birthday. <laughs> guys, guys, we've got to wait for Claire. Come on. <laughs> She's got the cake. I think. Has she? <laughs> um, uh, oh, no, her and Pat are eating it over there yeah. with a bottle of champagne. And um, uh, Febreze, as he revealed in, in uh, last week's episode... 1987. Is... Um, is... Uh, Eurovisiana. Yeah, the public, People's Republic of, of Eurovisia. So, so those are really the only people he's yeah. offending, presumably. And... and they're not really easily offended people. They're quite robust. Right. The okay. And their accent changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite flexible. Yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. They're a flexible people. Because it's a melange mm. of different um, yeah. cultures. and. It's the accent according uh, to Esperanto, basically. That's what he right. speaks. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like that brilliant soap opera that used to be on. Yes. What was that? You know, El Dorado. Yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> a one man El Dorado. <laughs> Didn't that take over from Wogan? Was that it? To much oh, fury, yes. And then, and then they put El Dorado, and I really enjoyed it, but I was the right age. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Chelsea's Elizabeth I. Yes. I'm going to look like Elizabeth I! <laughs> that was funny. But again, I laughed along, and I was like, oh my God, how old am I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like lolling to the archers, and uh, like literally... <laughs> That was me, and then I was, and I literally had to do a step back and go, "Oh my god, it's, it's I've lost like... my irony meter. Where's my irony? My need my cynicism back. I'm really laughing now. Oh the god, is, I'm not I'm laughing because it's crap. I'm laughing because it's good. Oh. Objectify, yeah. She's she's is objectifying me because I want to look sexy. He's not letting me. But that thing, it was just very, it was just so good. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. Um, I'll stop. Steve Thank Barry. Uh, dear Lucy Harriet and the Fab Feb. Firstly, oh, yeah, like Fab Feb. thank you very much for the interpretation of four minutes and 33 seconds with bashed guitar and are we nearly there yet in <laughs> oh, last my... week's show. A triumph, he said. <laughs> I was quite impressed that I seemed to get the advert break between preeclampsia and premature labour, which I found an interesting place for it. 
I am interested to know whether Tenor do any male products, as if they're going to sponsor your marvellous production, I feel I should be supporting them. I think they do. I've seen adverts for them in the New Yorker. They do Tenor, but they're like whole pants. They're not just like pads. They're whole pants, Tenor pants. Man pants. Man. Man. What? For man. For man. Man pants for man. You. For men. Are you Portuguese? For man. I meant for one and all. Yeah, you're not allowed to say that. No, you can't say man. You can't for for everybody. <laughs> for the human race is what I meant. Yes. Um, for for the male species. Yes. Wow. What uh. do they leak with? What do they leak? We, well, we. presumably we. Yes. Yeah. I suppose they have weak bladders as well. Mm. Yes. Pelvic floors. Men have pelvic floors. Yes. Yep. Because in um, Pilates, when there's men in the class, they also do the pelvic floor exercises. Oh, really? Appar- yeah. Apparently, it's just as good for men to do them as it is. Can for they go on trampolines women. or not? Um, it depends how big their willy is. Really? Yeah. Because it depends what sort of casing they've got down there in their underpants. What? Can- I don't know. I don't know what I do. What are you talking about? I don't I know. You said that with great authority, though. <laughs> And I've also got a series of horrible mental images now that I really wish you had. I've only ever been on trampolines with children. Okay. But did you pee yourself, though, on the trampolines? Uh, well, I haven't tested myself out for a while. Let's just well, put it that way, mm, Lucy. You'll, it's, you, you won't, you, honestly, do, it won't avoid, take long for you to find out, I have to say. I do avoid jumping jacks. Yeah. I do them with my legs crossed. <laughs> It's like when you sneeze and you have to you have to cross your legs and then sneeze. Oh otherwise, God. it's yeah. <laughs> but then my friend Brilly, who's a doctor, says we we'd be having this sort of chat, and she'd be like, "No, no, 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 this isn't good enough. Mm. You need to get yourself referred yeah. to a women's health clinic by your GP and get yourself sorted." Yeah, but my friend Sarah did that, and they made her jump over a bucket. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me that. Yes, yeah. to let the wee into the. So it went into the bucket. Then they were trying to see how much wee would come out if jumping over a bucket. And she said, is this, is it, is this as scientific as it gets then, the jumping over a bucket? She said, if, this, if you were testing blokes, you wouldn't have them jumping over a bucket. They'd have a beeping machine. Well, let's give Tenor a call yeah. and ask them. Maybe they could come and do like, we could do a podcast on it, Lucy. Mm. There aren't enough sort of like menopause podcasts. No, because no one's talking about it at the moment. Oh my God. Have you God. seen that Tenor advert now? Um, there's a short version on the telly or there's a long version online. I still no. have not. I will. I okay, will. well, you've I had be- better things to do in I Portugal. Have. I have. Uh, oh, I was completely forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was the awfulness of listening to you say preeclampsia, immediately followed by bagpipes <laughs> and <laughs> the royal tattoo in Edinburgh. This I didn't year. get that one. Why did oh, you, you get different adverts to me? Because, yeah, why would I get the royal tattoo? Oh, I don't know. Why is that? To what me, the tattoo Googling? is something to say tattoo. Do you remember that? Tattoo, from John Hagley. For there'll be a tattoo at 22. And the dragon will come at the beat of a drum at a minute or two to do today. At a minute or two to do. That one? No. It's a tongue twister. Ah. That's a warm up. Yeah, it's a good one. A ratatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
uh, it's all about consonants, spitting out your consonants. But also dark blank dot dot. Yeah. Presumably it becomes something hilarious. No. Oh. No, it's just a it's just a warm up vocal warm up oh. thingy. Oh. Dark damp dump. Dark damp dump. <laughs> dark damp dump. What's it? Dark damp dump. Just sit in someone's silence in a dark damp dock. To sit in Awaiting the sensation the of a short, dock. sharp shot from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block, something like that. I've, I've, I can't remember the whole thing. Oh my god, that's really hard. Mm. Dark, dark, dumb. But, dark, but dump, if you do it properly, dark, your cheeks dump. hurt by the time you've finished, which is. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yes. Good. Yeah, it means you're projecting. Yes. Um, oh, no, we haven't finished Steve's email because we got Talking distracted about competitive, by. Competitive parents. I was actually trying to teach my seven year old to project today because she's got to do one line in her class assembly tomorrow like, oh poor little sod so all the others are going to be going and she's going to be like because bounce it saying, off the back wall darling what what they do is they put all their they do their thing and then they're yeah and i was like keep the energy up the energy goes up to the sky energy and and then and then she would be shouting no projecting isn't screaming it's not shouting it's making me hear it at the back of the room. Do it again. <laughs> and then I Harriet, get kissy wizzy at the Would end. you mind giving your children my mobile number and just saying that if they ever need anyone to talk to, Auntie Lucy will listen without judgment and also put them in touch with the relevant authorities should I decide that becomes necessary. And I think it is. They get a high five and a chocolate biscuit after a rehearsal. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, she's narrator. She's not Henry VIII. No, she's not playing the main part, Lucy. She's just a narrator. She's just got one line. How can the narrator only have one line? Oh, because everyone's a narrator. Everyone's, a, everyone's oh. a bloody narrator. But I've said to her, if she projects and is brilliant, then next time she might get two lines. <laughs> Harriet, you can't do that. <laughs> Oh my God. Because they've still got to give everybody a part, so she'll try a little heart out, and then the next time she'll still be the narrator because the chair of the PTA's daughter will be the Henry the Eighth or something, and then she'll think, "Oh no, I have let Mummy down. I was not good enough." I mean, can you imagine what I'm like when I'm sitting in those assemblies? I, I'm so stressed. I can't like. All Are you smiling like, for them and no, doing all the eyes and eyes teeth? No, I'm, head up, I'm, head up. I'm sweating. Big smile. I'm trying to like you know like telepathically say, mm. look up, mm. look up. You know like uncross your leg, body language, chest open. But I can't, but they're not getting it. They're just not <laughs> getting because it. Because they're seven, Harriet. <laughs> but I get annoyed because uh, because. Because <laughs> the performances are so shit. <laughs> but again, because they're seven. Because there's thirty kids in a class, yes. so they don't each get sort of like they don't get individual direction, Lucy, and it annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I worry about you. <laughs> it's fine. We're good, honestly, guys. It's really great. We're a big, big, happy family. Yeah, yeah. God, no one yeah. cries. No, pr- no, no one anyone. cries a lot. <laughs> Yeah, go on. come on, guys, come and audition at my place. Yeah, I've got loads of auditions for you. 
God. Anyway, no, oh. it'll be fine. Anyway, it's tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes, Lucy. Okay, thanks. I'll be up all night. Um, anyway, and Steve Barry's final uh, thing is, lastly, when Jolene said goodbye to Kathy, is it just me that thought the malice in her voice made me think that there was going to be a horse's head arriving in the back of her Winnebago before she'd driven out of Anchorage? Keep up the superb work, Steve Barry. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> That's t- And I like the fact that Kathy's gone. Literally, no one's mentioned her this week. No. <laughs> Just back Where was that woman that was times. here all the time? That rabbity oh, thing. Was that no, a dream? No. <laughs> that woman that turned up in a rabbit costume and uh, closed down Grey Gables. <laughs> wow, weird. I, I also quite like the fact there was no Ardil this week. Oh, yes. Anyway. Yes, God bless save him. us from no, Ardil. I can't, wait. can't um, wait to hear the latest on... <sighs> GG's. Oh, um, anyway. Katie Powell Anderson mm-hmm. said. Oh, we didn't have any emails. Well, we've just got this. This is the last one. Okay. Uh, Kate Powell. No, it's good. <clears throat> I mean, I want more, obviously, but. Obviously. You said one. Okay. Katie Powell Anderson said she spotted the attached photo on Twitter, which I will tweet. The name of the seller gave me a chuckle, and it is an eBay posting of a wedding dress. And I will read it to you <laughs> when it comes up. Uh, it says, wedding dress, five pounds, listed about a day ago in Stockton on Tees. Size, fat. <laughs> uh, wedding dress, would fit the larger lady, quite chavvy in style, so would suit a cheap slapper. Had a lucky escape, so it is brand new, which is more than can be said for the intended wear as well worn vagina. UK local only as it's collect. I will not be posting this. It is a size 12, I think. She was prone to lying, so it's probably a 14 to 16. And the name of the person that posted it was Christopher Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a real post? Yep. Wow. That's extraordinary. And it's a really horrible dress. But anyway, what would you expect for five pounds? Yes, I shall. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Chris Carter. Anyway. um, That's amazing. She said, thoughts on this week's Archers so far. Tuesday's episode was one of the worst experiences of my life. Tony and Pat being two of the most miserable humans ever. Then the next scene, Shula. Horrific. (laughs) She said, thanks for all you do love the podcast. That would have been the... That was the, the. Have you got Herbert Barnard's latest poetry? That was that oh, episode, yes. wasn't it? Herbert, Herbert Barnard. Yes. Yeah, I didn't fancy Alistair when he was doing that poem. No, actually, but no. Um, okay, yeah, I can see why Pat and Tony are, are yeah, were marmite this week. I want to flick Alistair. I want to flick. Well, go on then. I'm not stopping you, you silly cow. We're not married anymore. I don't care what you do. Flick away. Flick off, Shula. I like though I did like the fact that Alistair was really dismissive of her and was just like, "Oh, just go online." And yeah, get it. whatever. But God, I, honestly, who like know, even just... are you? <laughs> or oh, just text me? Just text. Why are you calling? Why are you calling me? You are not my wife unless we don't need a kitchen. <laughs> In which case, could you come and be my wife, please, and pretend that you've just come back from Chichester for no reason at all? It is. It is impossible in that, you know, like I did, you know, when you're in that situation, because we've all been there, you know, when you're with a salesperson and you. Well, you we've all been that... there, but we've all had to pretend <laughs> that we, you know, 
with someone. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing because it gets to the point. You go in and you're like, well, obviously I'm not going to buy it, but I'm just yeah. saying, you know, see what they can see if they can just design me a kitchen anyway. And but then you get to the point where you're like, oh my god, I'm about to give you my credit card, and I literally don't know how I'm not going to give you my credit card. You know, like it gets you. They suck yeah. you in so they're so powerful that you're that you that you literally that you have to go. Oh my god! I've just remembered that I've, my oh my having a heart attack. Dying and yeah. I'm yeah, and I'm oh yeah, and you, you you in your head all you're doing is just like coming up with yeah. ridiculous excuses, isn't it? As to how well, you're I think there's there. always secret fear, of, uh, the secret fear that they're actually never going to leave. That they're just going to sit there. Which is exactly how they played it, wasn't it? Yeah. But that's right. But they're not... It's like, that's the thing. The stakes for them are so high. Yeah. They are not leaving until they've got a sale. Yeah. And and you don't realise that because you've just gone, no, I won't come to that. But it does come to that. So then you need a life and death situation to get you out of there. Because that's the only... You know, it literally is life and death for both of you. And it's, it's it's a... standoff isn't it yeah it's like have you seen glenn gary glenn ross who's that is that a poetry book by shula hebden (laughs) what is it it's um it's a film uh with al pacino and uh gene hackman i think and lots of other people it's absolutely brilliant it's david mamet and it is david mamet yeah that's what i said said at drama school david mamet i went oh it's it's just this play by david mamet laughed. Mother, um, uh, uh, yes, uh, him. Yeah, sorry. And yeah. um, it's about salesmen and oh, oh, great. incredibly committed salesmen, and they're right. all they've got to make this money. Yeah. And oh my god, it is one of the most stressful things you could ever watch. It's so oh, brilliantly god. acted; it's amazing. But they literally, he turns up in the middle of this of the night in in a pouring down rain night, and he goes all the way out to this couple's house, and he basically says, "I'm not leaving until I've." Oh, sold you this thing God. oh maybe that, that and you can see that sort of panicky it. expression on their faces where they're thinking we can't do this but at the same no. time this man is not going to go is he we, but that's, that's he lives so here funny. now oh my like, god jim and alistair were literally going we we're, we're actually gonna buy we're gonna buy a kitchen but yeah for jazz's sake we are buying yeah. a, a bloody kitchen that we don't want but Jess is such a twat, honestly. Fancy it's going, about, yeah. oh, that's it now. Brilliant, I've done it. Yeah, I was no, annoyed. No, you twerp, you've yeah. sold one. I was annoyed about that because Jazz is not thick. Like, that yeah. made him no, seem exactly. really thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. not like yeah. that. No, that, that, not. that pissed me off a bit, actually. Because, yeah. yes. you know, what? Do, I don't know what the commission is on that, but it's not going to make you or... You know. No, no, absolutely, no. Um, but actually, you haven't. What you have sold is not even single digits. <laughs> it's not even one. Is it, it's a not even a single digit. Huh? Have to do what? But also, I was sort of thinking, well, that's bad management because somebody should have said to Jazza yeah. right at the beginning, "You're not going to get paid unless you make a sale." And also, it, she's not his manager. It's not her job to. But she wants her recruitment bonus. I know. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. It's not really up to her to coach him. Anyway, what's happened to Saul? Saul. 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 Whatever it's Saul, called. Saul, the one that she f- slept with. Yeah. Better call Saul. I mean, because he was interesting and nice and funny and he wasn't Russ. Wasn't Saul... Who was the one that um, 
Phoebe went to work for. Wasn't he called Sol? No, no, no. You thought it was. He was... Oh, uh, uh, he yeah. was just someone yeah. else. Okay. Yeah. That, um, no, no, they're all... But the, Sol's just out of the picture. Oh. What? Yeah, but but now she's... Yeah, but, you know, now her and Russ are like a proper item, aren't they? Ugh. Yeah, it's annoying, really, isn't it? But but it's fine because when Lily's playing funny, she's good. Yeah. When yeah. she's playing um, straight, it's not as no. funny. Because no. uh, she's... Yeah. But she's great at the comedy. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. And now. And now. Let's go over to Febreze and Felpsham, where Febreze has become involved in Fallon's Create a Dish competition. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, who is this lady what I am signing card for? Yes, I know Eileen, but who is Eileen? Is she the one with the blouses or the one with the funny leg? Oh yes, funny leg Eileen. Oh, is she leaving or is she going to have something done with funny leg? Oh, birthday! Oh, Colin, you might please have to cross out the bit about funny leg. I am ready now, Colin. You can press the little button. Hello, hello, welcome to Radio Borsetshire with me, Fabrice of Felpersham. This week we have lovely Falling Rogers with me, who run the Bridge Farm rooms for having tea in. She is very good chef and she is running competition to see who can come up with a completely new dish. Falling, tell us all about it. Well, you just have, basically, Fabrice. Oh, I am very good then. What sort of thing are you hoping people suggest? Anything really unconventional. Oh, good. Now, I have had some very funny idea and maybe I will win. I will tell you. Like sausages in in a, a Yorkshire pudding. Oh, that is very funny. We, we already have that. That's toad in the hole. Oh, my God. That do not even have a nice name. Oh, think. Oh, lovely. I would like a toad. Or I would like a bit of all. Oh, Oh dear. Okay then. I have other idea. Get a cake and put wine on it and then some jelly and then some custard and then cream and then sweeties on top. Oh, that's called a sherry trifle. We have it on Boxing Day. No wonder you all fight. Uh, What about an egg? What is wrapped in meat and bread and all fry up together? Scotch egg. Hmm. The inside of a sheep in a balloon? Uh, that's haggis. Uh, Fabrice, I can't help thinking you're just doing this to laugh at our cuisine. I am not laugh at your cuisine. No one who has ever eaten the national dish of People's Republic of Eurovisia could laugh at anyone else's cuisine, believe me. It is enough to say it involves sardine, some sort of cheese and cold pasta. How do you cook it? Special bucket. The traditional recipe specify it must be a blue bucket from Aldi. But I think little just as good. And then you keep the bucket for after as you probably need it. Well, if anyone has got any actual ideas that don't already exist, that would be great. Drop me an email at fallonandharrisman at jesuslove.co.uk. 
Thanks for having me, Febreze. I will see you soon, lovely falling. Maybe we could do something about that moustache. Moustache? Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. And remember, if you ever make a mistake in life or in cooking, pretend it is something French and you did it by purpose and everyone go, ooh, this work for cooking, films and sex. Bye-bye, have a lovely week and I will not speak to you next week as apparently I've been oust for a week by Mr Newbings who wants to tell us all about how he is doing living in Ambridge with his amour, Beverly the Drains. I think he is a bonker as she have no style. She dressed like she have won a trolley dash in a clothing bank. Anyway, bye. Radio Borsetshire Thank you for breeze. That was a genuine laugh because I've I've read that script. I am not even going to. We're not even going to try and leave a gap for the sodding advert now. Oh, so God, I forgot. It probably appeared smack bang in the middle of the February sketch. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Anyway, <laughs> hang on, Lucy, stop. What? So that was a test. Okay. So we could see next week or whenever it comes out. I don't think we have to whisper. I think it's... <laughs> no, but the gap. The gap. We left the gap. Y- yeah, we but... left a bit of a gap. I surprised yeah, you. Yeah, but now but now we're whispering and we don't need to because it's not a gap anymore because we're whispering. I know, but we... I think it was like at least five seconds. Oh, okay. Are we trying to so sneak up on it? They could slot it in. Okay, right. We're, we're it... sneaking up on the advert now. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're hoping it'll just slot itself in okay. right there. Okay. And uh, maybe it'll be, it'll be, hey, Lucy, wouldn't it be hilarious if it was like for magnet kitchens or something? Magnet kitchens. <laughs> Would you like, oh, I loved her. I loved Fern. <laughs> I loved the way she was like trying to be posh as well, you know. Yeah. Sort of like she put on, she had her special kitchen sales voice. And she was doing she, that, we sell visions and utilize not use yeah. how <laughs> do you have a question it was like yes i have a question actually do you have a question <laughs> not letting them get a word in <sighs> this is rather what i like to call a sink and white goods kitchen <laughs> well that's yes, you're under what she says underperform under, it's underperforming kitchen is underperforming <laughs> it's just a utility kitchen <laughs> something like that it was very good oh some people will have hated that i know but i loved it i love the hammy stuff that's a thing lucy i can't get enough of the hammy cheesy comedy well that's good and i think we need a little bit of that every now and again yeah anyway i think so i think so and we have all been through a bit of trauma haven't we with 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 uh, alice and chris and, and also you know else. there'll be a lot more tracy trauma oh yeah because what they what they, yeah, well, it'd be interesting, won't it, to see how, well, not interesting, depressing in the next few years, how, mm. you know, mm. think everybody's going to be affected, aren't they? But, you know, if Tracy's in the shits now, yeah, just wait till her next energy bill comes in. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, on that downer, really great to see you guys. Thanks so much <laughs> for coming. Um, um, oh, Lucy, what? can I just do a shout out to yeah, our yes. kind reviewers? Yes. Um, <laughs> because 
everybody's very so so over generous to us already and does um you know thank you so much for being patrons thank you so much for liking and subscribing for listening and also for reviewing because apparently i still haven't worked out why but it's really important that we have loads of reviews and um everybody is super generous unfortunately someone um very honestly gave us a, a less than five star review lucy but just for audio um quality which is totally fine i don't know but... what he means <laughs> how very shite. you're right but that should have been a whole new category of a review look we're not doing audio reviews guys. we're not reviewing the technicalities of how shit this podcast is produced <laughs> Um, no, he's very nice about the content and everything. He or she or they. Anyway, but um, but what it means is that unfortunately, see, like our Uber ratings, we've we're 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 like half a point down than we were, and we need to get back to the um four point nine or whatever. Okay. So um, if anybody wouldn't mind just quickly just doing a quick five star review, that'd be really kind. Thanks. Then we can get our ratings back up. Then we get back up into the, you know big boys categories right. in the podcast yes. I'm waving my hands about you can't see there's a category for big boys <laughs> boys on trampolines is good <laughs> bouncy boys on trampolines swinging their dicks around in the <laughs> podcast world well if they can do that we can I was going to say we saw, we saw a fair few of those at the Aries <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh my god, we did. We stayed in our girl group because they were all swinging so hard. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we want to be bigger than them. Yeah, but um, but anyway, thanks so much. I'm sorry because this is really sort of really annoying because you have to like log in and whatever. But I don't. Yeah, I, and I, do you know what I was going to do? So I was going to Google what's the easiest way to write a review of a podcast, and I forgot. Okay. But anyway, if you've got Apple, if you've got a you know apple stuff and i just go on yeah. the podcast and do it there mm. that's probably the easiest thing yes. so thank you so much in advance for anybody that does do that because our reviews are amazing and our, lucy doesn't bother reading them but i read them all and they are they it's really not i don't i don't i don't i don't not read them because <laughs> I, I i i'm not grateful i don't read them because i'm scared that someone's gonna say lucy, well, this know, is a pile of poo I know. To be fair, you always said that you don't ever want to read them because you're frightened. Yeah. But they're they're amazing, and people are so say such funny things, Lucy. That okay. it's brilliant. I recommend having a good old read. Ah, oh, okay. And if you're not going to put a five star review, just don't go on there. <laughs> all right. <sighs> just switch us off and put the telly on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you can find us on Facebook. On Twitter at, at on Ambridge. We still haven't figured that out, have we? No. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can email us at AmbridgeOnTheCouch at gmail.com. Now, the theme. This, this week's theme from Matt Rodriguez Payne, who else, has been the source of more comedy parody running scenes than any other thing in the history of the universe. Oh. Do you have any ideas? Carry on. Oh, Benny Hill? No. Uh, Serious, high drama. That thing? No. What was that? Don't know. Oh, like the 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 fuzzy bee thing. Nope. Um. Uh, know. Running round, running round an 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 Oxbridge quad. Frank Gellis? Baby, I was born to run. Oh, God. Right. 
I'm going to play it and then you'll go, I can't remember this, I'm too young. But anyway, <laughs> ready? Yes. I was just gonna say I wish I could do an applause sound effect that was amazing that was amazing chariots of fire yeah that was so clever how does he know like how does he know what's gonna work with the theme I wonder if he discards ones that don't work yeah does he just make anything work? well it's got to be within a certain chord thing hasn't it and it's got to have a certain time his brain works in a different way to ours. Yeah. Which I can't don't even work at all. Mostly. I'm thinking that sounds like the arches, but now I can't even remember the arches. <laughs> I can't even sing things in a round because I automatically start singing whatever the last person sang. I can't remember the so tune good. I was supposed to do. I saw Chariots of Fire at the theatre once. It didn't really work. No. Where, how would it work? Well, they just ran round and round. I think that must have I been quite the... boring watching that for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. There someone, they are again. Running someone around. just came on behind them, like with the sort of changing the scenery, you know, sort no. of like, new poster. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends where you saw it. I've seen some <laughs> local theatre productions where that would have been the height of sophistication. They'd have been congratulating themselves for months and thought that. <laughs> they just came on like holding an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> it went wobbling past. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it, yeah. That was amazing, Matt. Thank you. It was. I loved that one. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you. And have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. Thanks so much, everyone. I'm going to play it uh, again now. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. Oh, yeah, great. Or or not. No, not? Yes, no, yes, yes, okay. yes, do. Yeah. Okay. Great intro. because I wanted to stay and listen. Oh! Yeah, so good. I thought you were uh, No. All right, bye! Okay, bye. Stop, stop stage mumming your children. Go and tell them <laughs> that you love them even if they can't sing in June and they can't 
draw might, anything. I might have been slightly exaggerating. <laughs> I know, yes. For Do purposes of verisimilitude, think... chaps, Harriet is an extremely good mother who's very kind I've to her re- children. Do you think I've actually got the time? <laughs> no. To, 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 to hothouse your children. <laughs> I literally go, just put the telly on. I'll be fine. <laughs> just put the telly on. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.